Hey everybody and welcome to a new episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your old pal, the Moo Cow, otherwise known as Paul A. Presenza, and I'm joined by my usual co-host, Jonathan A. Moody. Outstanding, sir. And today we are especially blessed. We have two very, very special guest co-hosts, folks that you normally might find just with me and Moody individually but we've got them both teamed up together almost like a superhero team uh, <laughs> first we have season one co-host miss jen stokes just hello jen. just jen and then we have actress extraordinaire miss kate phoenix Woo! yay yes so excited so, yeah we're excited <laughs> to have you both like this is awesome welcome this is welcome welcome and Today, we are talking about a very interesting film from 2016 called Spaghetti Man. <laughs> Dead silence. Mm -hmm. I, I can't wait yep. to really get into it, you know? Oh, I, but, I agree. But what I do want to say is when Paul suggests a movie and he's like, this is a oh. dumb superhero movie, I'm scared, you know, usually. And I'm. I don't want to say anything more because I want to. I want to oh, say. Come it. on, you managed to survive that's... Puma Man or Corn Man or Corn Man. That's, that's right. Nice. Yes, <laughs> you've done a lot of All man right. like superhero movies. Well, we will be back to talk about Spaghetti Man right after some mood music. music. And we are back. So I'm dying to hear what the possibilities are. Oh, God. For, for what you guys oh. think of Spaghetti oh. Man. Who would like to go first? I would like one of the guests to go first. Honestly, I'll go last. Ladies. Why do you want us to go last? Well, no, I mean, I'd like. I'd like I, to go. We should. You should go first, Booty. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. So, like, I started off saying I was when Paul says Spaghetti Man, and I've seen Corn Man, and I think Jen, you were on Puma Man, right? Or were you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were on Puma oh, yeah. Man with us. And so oh, yeah. I, you know, I was like, oh God, what is what is Spaghetti Man? This has got to be awful. And uh, I was very surprised. And I was actually, uh, you know, messaging Paul going, why isn't this more famous? You know, this movie should be like way bigger than it is. And it's a low budget film that actually is surprisingly good. Uh, like in my opinion, like this was, this is not high on the stink and, and, you know, in my regards. Now, I don't know if that's what you guys all think, but that's, that, that was what me and Paul both thought when we talked about it briefly. So, uh, which everyone wants to go next. Okay, I'll go. Um, yeah. Whenever Paul recommends anything, you have to be wary. That's that's known fact. Me? Uh, yes. <laughs> Don't even try and hide it. You constantly say, I show this to my friends to test them. So. That's true. <laughs> he does. Yep. 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 
Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. This was not the normal level of stinkiness I have come to expect from Paul offerings. Thank you. See, we, we normally go high on the stink if we can, and sometimes lower. Like this is this is more maybe um uh in terms of uh you know first season IFC like Wang Wang, you know, kind of thing. Every now yeah. and again, I like to throw a curveball, keep them on their toes. <laughs> yes. What about you, Kate? So I actually absolutely loved this movie. <laughs> I was laughing. Um, <laughs> even to the point, so I, I started it and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and watch this. And, you know, it, I, I didn't have low expectations, but I didn't have high expectations either. <laughs> and I was, pleasantly surprised like it was it was actually enjoyable I found myself laughing quite often I honestly feel like if some average person had these spaghetti superpowers this is exactly you gotta pay the bills that's right but you gotta be a hero (laughs) that's right and it it costs a pretty penny penny pasta uh, to live (laughs) these days so That's why true. not get paid? Why not get paid? Yeah. That's my spaghetti burger dress. I mean, I I honestly think like I'm surprised nobody's done that yet, as far as I know. Nobody's made a superhero movie where the person says, Hey, pay you know, pay me for, for helping you out. I mean, at one point he actually tells the girl, you know, I'll let you him kidnap you if you don't pay me. <laughs> I'm like God, that got dark quick, you know, but it was yeah, yeah, because it's funny. He starts off being a slacker jerk, you know, and then he he kind of changes through the course of the of the movie. And then the guy that was his roommate, um uh, uh Dale is the guy who's like, you know, super positive and friendly and helpful. He's the one who ends up being the villain. So it's that's an Spoiler interesting alert role there. Huh? <laughs> we were gonna get into that at some there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. But the thing was, this is one of those things where I was on Tubi surfing around for weird movies like of usual. Course. And you know how they have this sort of um, algorithm on there where they suggest a movie to you. So this popped up and I was like, Spaghetti Man? Where the heck did that come from? I never heard of that. And But who, who could pass up a title like that? And I checked it out, and I was like, wow, this is a lot of fun. This is so cool. I have to share this with everyone I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was telling people about it, and they were like, actually, doesn't sound bad. You know? Like, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. And uh, and independently speaking, like, this is not a big thing. I mean, I, I think it's really funny, by the way, that the uh, movies that are more like this by the way, are Velocipaster, Lamageddon, nice. Killer Sofa, Karis Hell, uh, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, uh, Noah's Shark, Handman, and a bunch of other things like uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts, which we've done, you know, a bunch of other ones. So, I mean, it's, you know, it seems like this is sort of up our dark, stinky alley, you know, but, <laughs> you know, I, I really enjoyed it. But well done. And that's the thing. 
Um, and before I, I get it too deep into the, uh, the background details uh, about this, um, yeah, I just, is there anybody here who can kind of maybe encapsulate what happens in the film? Who's going to volunteer? <laughs> Not it. I was like, well, I guess I, I guess I can I can volunteer. We always I like we do. always like our special guests doing it. We do it too much. Um, even though I'm like terrible at creating, you know, a synopsis or or summary of something, um, but essentially this this dude who is pretty much the uh, the definition of a slacker, magically from uh, some weird overcooked questionable spaghetti from the refrigerator um he magically you know is granted these powers to hit people with spaghetti like he can throw it out of his hands and other places he can pee it <laughs> he, he, he pisses spaghetti well i mean i i just figured he was just became spaghetti inside well and that's what you know so yeah because there are certain things that happen where you can clearly see just he is now fully made up He's he's essentially spaghetti in a skin suit. Mm-hmm. It's so and, funny in that that opening thing where he discovers that and he's peeing spaghetti to the toilet. He freaks out and he starts fishing all this wet spaghetti out of it. My favorite was he punched out the screen, <laughs> but he actually could see the screen bend. So for whose ever house that is, <laughs> oh, so funny. But yeah, he continues to go on a, I would say, attempt to be. A hero for hire like and, a vigilante yeah well, and uh well he's a hero for hire vigilantes you know they kind of go out and they you know they they still try to be that superhero but he he wants the money he's got to pay them bills and he you know he understands that as a roommate he has to pay his friend he's right. fully aware of this so yeah um and and chaos just ensues well, I, yeah. the funny thing is, because in the beginning, he's just basically going to people and trying to help them. But then after he's helped them, he asked for the money, you know, <laughs> and so well, yeah, he's like, only doing it for the money. He's only right. interested in that. Yeah. Otherwise, he's 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 absolutely the sort of opposite. So instead of being like an altruistic hero, he's an opportunistic one. You know, he, oh, yeah, very much so, you know. Because he's like puts out an ad and there's a bunch of them coming back. It's like, yeah, pass, 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 pass. Oh, this one looks good. Yeah. Craigslist. <laughs> so funny. But I feel like the way he did that would very much be how someone with a weird spaghetti ability and the fact that he can, it's essentially a punch in the face of the spaghetti. It's like a fist of spaghetti hitting people in the it, face because it, it knocks them well, out. Reminded me of like a 20 something in the gig economy, you know, doing this little job here, little job here, little job here. Oh, I want to yeah. do this one. You know? It's, it's Spider Man. Lyft, Uber. It's know? Spider Man because he uses it through oh. his wrists and stuff. So he kind of flicks it like, yeah. like uh, Spider Man oh. uses his web slinger. Well, even so. the, the red hoodie. And I was <laughs> exactly. going to ask Jen, what did you think of his, what did you think of the costume? I loved it. I mean, it once again going back to that opportunistic. He took he saw the the opportunity to take this bag and, and put it on his head, and he did it. He has to disguise himself. He at least under understands those basics. Yeah, the bag and the red hoodie, and of course later on you see that the bag changes. That's that was a fun little 
fun little bit there. I thought it was Jen's was shaking her head. <laughs> what are you thinking, Jen? I don't know. I'm just going along with the story so far. So you didn't like the costume, <laughs> or did you like the costume? No, it was fine. It definitely shows his uh, lacquer. This, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't have anything to add to it. I'm sorry. I mean, clearly, <laughs> getting his personality, he spent all of two minutes making that costume. I will say I did think it was quite funny watching him try and eat soup around <laughs> the bag. Why always soup? I didn't catch. There was, no, there was no rhyme or reason. It was probably just the joke of like, you know, can I get you something? And, you know, usually somebody just asks for a soda or coffee or something. Or water. Like, I would like yeah. soup yeah. or water. And, you know, he's, he's oh. got to maneuver that spoon full of stuff through the bag and past that law mm. that horrible beard that he's got. So he's like trying oh. to get it up there. <laughs> hey, if the, if the Mandalorian can do it, he can do it through the plastic and, or the uh, paper bag. And yep. He does this to a number of folks, especially uh, females that he's helping. And they're, they're all looking at him like, what the hell? Well, because it's, it's inconvenient enough that, that, you know, people don't want to do it, but it's also something people generally at least have a can of soup in their pantry. Right. So, yeah, right. and all they have to do is throw it on the stove or throw it into a bowl in the microwave, but right. it's, so it's, it's just inconvenient enough. And it's slacker food because you, you <laughs> pop open a can and throw it in the microwave or, or pot. That's super easy. It and would have been funny I if you asked for spaghetti. I, mean, I love the, the fact that I know. I love the fact that he, his personality does not change. You know, he's just a slacker, whether he's spaghetti man or whether he's just, you know, um, Clark. Which well, even when he funny. feeds his friend peas, it's just he feeds him a bowl of cereal with spoiled milk because it was stuff he had in the house. He mm. eats up the peas and they both eat the peas because no one's gone shopping. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. One of the scenes I really love is early on when... You know, he's he's just got himself fired for eating two slices of pizza and saying it's the Pac-Man special. I loved that, by the way. I thought hysterical. that was hilarious. It was hilarious. It would have worked if it weren't in his beard. Right, right. And so Dale being, uh, you know, Mr. Super Helpful is trying to get him a new job because, of course, he's supposed to be getting rent from him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, when I get a job, mm -hmm. don't plug me for nine months because I'm going to be, I need walking around money and stuff. And mm -hmm. he gets into an interview with the Stanton Family Electronics. And that interview with that woman freaking floored me. I, <laughs> I laughed so hard through that whole thing. <laughs> with a <my> hammer. <laughs> Banging against the coffee table. <laughs> But just the, uh, mm -hmm. the way they did the dialogue back and forth was precious. Absolutely precious. Yeah, it was. And something I loved as well is when he came home to tell Dale the story of why he got fired. He did not tell the whole story. He nope. said that he ate two slices of pizza. He didn't say that those two slices of pizza were from the person who ordered the pizza. Of course. So he just said that he ate two slices to make him seem like the victim. Right. right like right. like he ate two slices that were just coming off the, you know, the the hot stove yeah. or whatever. And he was just so hungry and he needed to eat and they 
they fired him for just eating. Yeah. So he plays the victim and and that's that's so funny. Uh because you know, he doesn't want to tell people make himself look bad, you know. Well, and I think Dale loves him but he knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He knows. Oh, yeah. Speaking, speaking of Dale, I, I was going to ask Jen cuz I know one of your favorite movies is is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> They're Absolutely. similar. Similar kind of a slacker guy, don't you think? What, what, what do you think of the comparison? No, different, definitely different. <laughs> well, so we're talking about the roommate, correct? Yeah, the one that wants to go through police academy and can't seem to pass it. Poor guy. <laughs> I feel nothing for but sorry for him throughout the entire time, even when he turns into a dick. I just feel sorry for him, especially at the end. It's like he can't win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because when and the whole time he thinks the other guys, the other cops are being, uh, you know, are just playing with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think deep down he knows I, that they're making fun no, of him. He but... knows he just won't admit to it because yeah. the way he, you know, he's like, oh, you know. Right, because if he admits to it, he admits to failure. Yeah. Yeah, and he he admits yeah. that he's being bullied. He admits to all these things, and he right. doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do that, and so he knows. But he's just being like, "Oh, they're just they're just playing with me and being, you know, this is what we do." And I'm like, "Oh man, yeah." Just like Jen, I feel sorry for him, but like when he turns well, into we all, what we all know that friend that has friends that are assholes to him, and you can see it, but they don't want to admit it because they may not have many friends. Right. Or, you know, their workmates are just complete jerks and you, you don't want to say anything because you can see it, but they're trying to make the best of their situation. And, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's got a real heart. He wants to help the community and everything. He wants to be a police officer. He's not going to pass that uh, um, physical exam. That guy needs a lot of work before that. But, you know, he tries. <laughs> he tries so hard. Right, 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 right. Well, before we get too deep into the characters, I do want to give a little background. So the uh, director and one of the writers of this movie is named Mark Potter. He's actually Potts. Uh, sorry, Potts. Potts. He, um, he also was the editor. And as a matter of fact, that's his, I guess you would say, day job. Um, he's, he's, he's an editor, which is why, and I was going to mention that too, is the fact that one of the strengths of this film is the way that it's edited together, especially the, the fight scenes. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part, but he's done a number of other films, including uh, Stanton family grave robbery. That was his first one. And this whole Stanton thing is like a recurring joke in most of his movies. Um, he's also done things like Simmons on vinyl in 2009, uh, the S lawn care in 2010. What? <laughs> Cinema 6 in 2012, and then 2018 was the Cop Chronicles, Loose Cannons, The Legend of Maj Mirage, and he's done a whole bunch of different shorts and stuff like that, and he is one of the co-founders of a comedy group called Heckbender, and they do a bunch of stuff on YouTube and some other stuff, and a lot of the people that are involved in this film are also involved in Heckbender or have worked in some of his other movies. 
So he's worked with these folks before. So it's yet again, it's, uh, you know, an indie person bringing in friends and people that he knows and trusts to, to do all kinds of stuff with him in his film. Um, Clark, who is our, our wonderful hero, is played by Benjamin Crutchter. And he's another guy who's part of the Heckbender group. And he's a writer and producer and he does sound and he's done a whole bunch of other stuff and has been involved with with uh, Mark Potts in the past. Dale is Winston Carter, who, in addition to his shorts, is also a sound person. And he also did a number of podcasts on short films. I'm sorry, producer on short films and podcasts and such. And then uh Brand Rackey is the guy who plays Anthony, the, the journalist guy that helps him. And he was actually the lead in Mark Potts's first movie, the Staten Family uh, Graveyard Robbery. Been in a bunch of shorts, but he was also, he ap appeared in things like NCIS LA. He was in The Exchange, a show called The Introverts. Um, and he was in a movie called uh, Time Expired in 2011. So he's got some some background or some some experience keto the uh the kickboxing henchman guy he's played by joe lo Sierra, and he was in a bunch of tv stuff he was in a crime remember he was in kingdom he was in jane the virgin he was in a show called uh what is it doogie kamaloa and he's a Muay Thai uh, kickboxer who was actually a champion in 2018, which is why he knows all those sweet Kung Fu moves. Oh, that Doogie show was uh, the remake to Doogie Howser MD on uh, Disney Plus. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, he was in that. He was in some other stuff. He was in um, films like The Perfect Pitch, Party Guy, Just Swiped. And he's married to Gina Rodriguez, who apparently is... Uh, her fame comes from uh, Jane the Virgin. Yeah, she's a Jane the Virgin girl. And um, he's also done uh, voices for video games and, and things like that. So, yeah, he's and yeah, he's was the was one of the main guys. He's clearly the guy carrying all the physical aspects of the film. Yeah. And then uh, Katie, which was her, uh, the the husband of uh, I mean, sorry, the wife of of uh, Anthony the journalist, was played by Lee Wolf. And she is a comedian, a sketch comedian, does improv. And she was in films like Nowhere Fast, Love in the Time of Monsters, one called Get Naked. I haven't seen that, but that sounds like I probably should. Jeez. And <laughs> she also comes from a background where she's done TV and short cinematography and has done some editing and producing um, he's gotten involved with some musicals and so has a very diverse background like everybody else does. That interviewer that I, I loved that one scene, that was Mary, Mary Grill, who also appears on things like Boardwalk Empire and Veep and Mad Men. So she's got some uh, she's got some background there. And she's married to a guy named Matt Hobby, who plays the doctor, you know, when when after <laughs> after clark figures out that he's peeing spaghetti and he goes to the doctor and this the doctor doesn't have what the first clue what's going on he thinks he could just smoke a doobie and um he's also been on boardwalk empire he was on young sheldon oh, and nice. a show called the grinder and on a movie called fresh off the boat and, and he's married to to mary grill like i said so those are the folks who are involved in it and then 
one fun little interesting bit that I did come across with. Apparently, the production group used 45 pounds of real spaghetti during the making of this film. Nice. It's a lot of spaghetti. Also, it's a lot of spaghetti. <laughs> the reason that the doctor didn't know anything was because he was a weed doctor. <laughs> it was to get his your medical card. It wasn't for, you know, anything else. Right. That's all he knew. Pugs and drugs. And it's about to say, that's the bugs and drugs thing. The thing bugs and drugs. <laughs> yeah. It was so adorable. Yes. I, I really like that doctor. I thought that was really funny. Like, because, you know, he's <laughs> going there trying to get help. But, yeah. it's, you know, like anybody, if you go to anybody, literally any doctor and say this thing, they would not have anything for you. There's no medicine for a person who pees spaghetti. Like, that's just not a not a thing. Well, you would be taken as a scientific experiment. Which <laughs> right. why he's like, I don't mm-hmm. want to tell anybody. He, he pees spaghetti in a cup right in front of him, and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry, I gotta go smoke a bowl now. <laughs> Actually, I think he lit up a cigarette. I don't even think he lit, because it had the, the filter tip on the end. Yeah, it didn't it looked like yeah, a regular it cigarette. Yeah, it wasn't a joint or anything. Yeah. I'm surprised, but yeah, that was that was pretty darn funny, I thought. I mean, what are you supposed to say when somebody does this? I mean, it's just weird. It's a little weird, yes. I I will agree. Um, and but, but would you? Would you? What would you do? I mean, because like, I mean, I would go to the doctor would, because that's I what wanna, you have no, to no, do. No, no, no. But... I want to ask you to. Would you actually try it if it's just spaghetti noodles? Yeah, think of the possibilities there, Mister Moody. Are you Are you saying <laughs> when I eat it? Yes. No. Try it. No. <laughs> I just had to ask you. No, no. I was, I was thinking the to, same thing. I was gonna say I always have to make you mm-hmm. somewhat uncomfortable. At I know, but like <laughs> no, but I was like, like thinking if, if, when it's coming out of my hands, and but then it would hit somebody. Like if I just like threw it into my hands, I don't know because it's in my body. Ew, I don't know. It just makes yeah, would make <laughs> is me. That, wait, so if you were to eat it, is it cannibalism? Ooh. <laughs> If I try to eat myself, I guess, like right then and there, maybe, but like. I mean, remember, Dale was like, you know, I thought you were you were just making bowls of spaghetti. There are these hot <laughs> steaming bowls of spaghetti laying around. So, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, it was, it was yeah, weird. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, because that's, yeah, he was making spaghetti originally. And I thought I thought it had something to do with the microwave, like the microwave shocked him or something, you know. Or whatever, but maybe it wasn't. It's... Well, it, it turned the spaghetti weird, but I also think it was probably questionable spaghetti, considering what's in their fridge, and they smell the milk later, and he's like, oh, it's great, you know? <laughs> well, I just figured that, remember, there's the scene where he's telling him, where he, just before he goes to the interview, and that's when the jerk cops first show up, and um, Clark is sitting there eating spaghetti, so I assume that's the spaghetti from that scene that's in the fridge that he goes back to and then just puts in the microwave. Well, so- it looked more full when he put yeah. in the microwave. Yeah. Well- um, also, I appreciate that in some of the synopsis or synopses, whatever the plural is, uh, for this this film, um, his name is Clark Kant. I know. Well, I didn't even <laughs> notice yeah. that. That's oh, funny. Yeah. That's funny. Clark they- Kant. They tried to go with the, the you know, that that's a that's a Paul joke right there. You know? <laughs> yeah, which mm-hmm. is probably why it's not as prevalent is because, I mean, that's, 
a little over overly it's a little cheesy, on the nose but... maybe yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah it, it was, it, but yeah, I, I, I dig that, especially that, you know, that, you know, and everything. So if people do watch this movie on Tubi, which I absolutely recommend checking out this movie on Tubi and everything, if you haven't seen it, well, I don't know, if also, you haven't seen you listen to this, so. $5 to buy on oh, Amazon. Yeah, that's a deal yeah, on right. eight for HD. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's, Moody, you know, I can't stand normal oh, superhero no. movies like marvel superhero movies but i love when superheroes are terrible or weird or just completely out of the ordinary i mean puma man i love puma man he was a failure as a superhero which is why i love him and i love Puma-Man. yeah <laughs> and i and i love spaghetti man just because he's so weird it's just it's just fun corn man now here's the thing who would win in a fight between corn man and spaghetti man uh well they haven't seen have you both seen either i haven't seen seen? corn man no but speaking of like so the force of being punched in the face with spaghetti versus corn i mean i feel like corn is Mm. more condensed so i feel like it would hurt a lot more but then again you know if he can shoot out the raw spaghetti like he did so there's i would have to see corn man fully well, Corman also has his sidekick Butter Boy to to help him. But that's what I is... thought this was going to go. I thought Spaghetti Man just has Tony with his camera. I know. I thought Spaghetti Man was going to. I thought he was going to ask his uh, roommate to be his sidekick. He wanted. He wanted to be in the you know law enforcement. He wanted. That's what he I doesn't... thought too. And He's then he selfish. didn't. He doesn't that, actually right? care mm-hmm. about. He's and, abusing the situation with his roommate. Like, and I like the yeah. fact that the story goes in that direction. And here's the thing. Just about everybody involved in this film is either a comedian or works in sketch comedy or works in this com- comedy group. So it's made by comedians. It's made by people who know how to make things funny. And this works, whereas how many times have we seen a movie made by just kind of regular old schmucks who really don't quite understand comedy and who are unable to to make anything funny. There's, and there's nothing worse than bad comedy or comedy that doesn't work because it's it's got to be quick. It's got to be funny. It's got to be, you know, it's got to have a snap to it. The dialogue is especially wonderful and not just what they're saying, but how they're saying it. Every scene just is it, just well done because they all know how to deliver their lines and how to do it in such a way where it's snappy and funny and and, and zesty and interesting. You well, know? well, like when... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Kate. Go, go, go. I was just going to say, well, all I was going to say was that uh, they, they're characters, right? So each mm-hmm. character is a specific character and they stick to that character. Absolutely. Like you said, Clark is a, is a, is a selfish uh dick uh you know slacker guy and he's there and then then that makes the comedy work because all he has to do is just be himself right so every line he says if it's improv or if it's written is going to be what clark would say because you know like that's that's him uh and everybody is the same way everybody has a you know certain type of character for them and they stick to that so that's what i think that's why i think it worked you know but kate what were you gonna say i was just gonna say especially with the scene with with tony and and 
uh, Katie when they're sitting in the room and he's like uploading the uh, the the video that they got that day, and they're having this serious conversation. And then every once in a while, Clark peeks around the corner. He's like, hey, what do you want me to do with this bowl? Hey, can I borrow this movie? And he gets impatient waiting for a ride. And he's like, oh, your dishwasher's broken, which makes me think that he tried to run it and it broke. And he's like, I'll just walk home. Like, he just doesn't care. He doesn't realize that he's inconveniencing other people. But the timing of that was so perfect. And the fact that Katie wasn't, over the top with it either her reaction she was just kind of like look we got to get this guy like you have to be done like this is he's weird we don't know anything about him but she doesn't overreact and she doesn't underreact it was just like the dialogue flowed and it felt real right and and the key Pleasure. thing you said there is timing timing is so important when you're doing comedy and these guys because they have the background and they have the experience they're able to sell all of their characters and all of their lines and it just it it works. It just works so well. Uh, well, you I say will something, say, Jen, yeah. since we're talking, yeah, since we're talking about acting, the problem with these guys knowing each other so well and being comedians and all of that is when there's someone who I'm assuming is not as close with the group, you notice the wooden acting. Some of the characters on the periphery, and naturally, I can't you a specific scene were very wooden like you could tell it wasn't the same class of acting as the main characters which knowing that they all work together at improv makes perfect sense because they have that rapport with each other so i'm trying to think of a specific example but there were a couple times when maybe it was some of the people getting mugged yeah was i was thinking of the girl that got mugged very, she wasn't very, I, I very was, yeah i was it, thinking there was the, such um, a big difference i was thinking the henchman when he when he's lining up his his under henchmen and they're all like sort of doing their little interviews and they're all standing up like i'm a robber man because i rob at night and you know then the other guy's like i'm mm -hmm. a bricklayer and or, i'm i'm I work at a cat homeless shelter. Some of those guys, at least initially, it, it didn't have that zing to it. I, 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 you yeah, know, I feel like yeah. that was intentional, though, at the same time, because they mm -hmm. they were supposed to be awkward. And that's what he said. You have to get guys that match this awkward guy. I think, yeah, it's, you're right. Like some of the victims um, are, you know, but they're probably like, people's girlfriends people's wives mm -hmm. and they're just like hey we need you for like five seconds to appear in this so you know yeah, yeah. and i, I mean I didn't, they, they didn't kill the movie or anything no no, no. i barely down. noticed it but yeah and yeah paul didn't notice i noticed it i was like oh okay but i didn't think of like i didn't think of it like this discussion we we're having where I'm like, oh, now I'm going to like, next time I look at it, I might be like, okay, who's part of this group and who's not, you know? But I wasn't looking at it like that when I first watched it. I was looking at well, it like, you know. I also approach it from a little bit different than you two guys. So there is that. Yeah. I like maybe even us three, like me, Kate, and, uh, and, and Paul, like me and Kate are you know, or have been in the film business for a little while and doing this stuff. And, and we, we think of it like in the actor's perspectives, Paul thinks of it as in a stinky movie perspective and everything. And you're like sort of, sort of the person who's kind of, you know, 
in this stuff and and you mainly like the She's mystery science theater norm. 3000 yes yeah, i do norm. like normie movies right a lot. <laughs> which i do too so i don't you know like yeah, I, yeah. I paul she's <laughs> paul I, I, so uh, i did want to ask you guys uh, this is slightly off topic but i don't has there been a movie paul that you've chosen that i've been on with you where i was ab- absolutely like oh this is awful because um i don't recall yeah so i think paul and i have closer uh tastes because the only thing i uh the only other one i know is uh peak flamingos and i don't yeah okay now we're talking about the only one that he picked yeah, that was one yeah. he picked. Okay, and the, I loved it, and yeah. you were mortified. It was because we I were talking about. I how, own it you know, now. Kate so. and I both really kind of like or have experience with some of the more crazier, over-the-top, extreme yeah. kinds of movies that Mr. Moody has been staying away from, and I know Jen is not going to want anything to do with. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, even yeah. if I stay away from them, then Jen will definitely be staying. But Mr. Well Moody, you are a director who needs to have a thorough background. No, I don't. In different kinds that, of movies. That movie, though, is is uh, it's an essential film. Yeah, no, no, that movie was an essential. Uh, what is it like? Um, Cannibal Holocaust. I don't think is essential in this world. You know. Like I don't think. Well, I think it is when it comes to special effects. I think it's a very essential film to watch as a a film creator, film director, film actor to understand how video worked, how we the historical side of it, all that it caused. Sure, and it's made. Yeah. They made dozens and dozens of cannibal movies, and that's the granddaddy of them all. I was so. going to say, and the special effects are nowhere near as good. That pole scene, like that whole scene. Just how mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I still am like that's amazing. Right, right. So on, we're on we're Blu-ray. We're gonna, we're gonna do this show with Moody at some point if we can get Kate back up here at some point. Um, but Jen, you don't have to worry about it because I know this is stuff that you're not gonna. <laughs> I was gonna go. say I, the two films that we're gonna make Moody watch. I was gonna say I, poor Jen, I would not. Nope. Be like. Then Jen would be like, nope. You would just be like, no. I feel like you would walk out on us. No, no yes. Even I haven't walked out crazy. yet. She's crazy. Even though, yeah. even though Jen is know, our, Paul. our kind of normal <laughs> person here, she she's familiar with at least the shallow end of sticky movies. She knew Mystery Science Theater and, and, and mm. uh, you know. And she um, survived Ski Wolf. Yeah. So, I mean, right, you right, know, right. if you could survive that, she, you know. She survived. I survived. Mystery. Neil Breen. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's T-Wolf. I survived Neil. Two of those, Paul. Two. We yeah, did I do a new uh, Neil Breen. Well, not new. Oh. It's not a new movie, but we did an, another Neil, uh, Neil Breen movie and did not invite Jim back for it. Rebecca Reinhardt, who loves Neil Breen, uh, was excited to do yeah, this. She pipped so you. She'll, I'm sorry, Jim. So she'll probably yeah, be our it. new Neil Breen person. And, and Jen can, can <laughs> sit out, but then but then Paul's just going to show her uh, David the Rock Nelson movies now, like Miss I, Werewolf 2. Oh let it be known. Let it be known that Jen does have a Neil Breen t-shirt with Neil Breen's shirt face all over. We know she is a fan. Uh, Thanks to who? Thanks. Who did I receive that I was, from? I was just going to ask you, was it a gift <laughs> or did you buy it? No. Yeah. Paul, Paul bought it for me and her, by the way. Yep. So we both have a 
have one. Paul doesn't even have one. You know, wow. so I, well, yeah. Paul, I'm I'm disappointed. I mean, I need like a a um, vanity project shirt. Yeah, Some vanity we, project. We, we, we need you to to suffer a little bit more than these guys. These guys have suffered. They suffered for those shirts. You haven't suffered quite that much. Oh, yeah. oh, I I am sure though that I can handle anything you throw at me. I've been. <laughs> I've been in a very questionable film. So. Oh my beer! <laughs> hey, look. So Jen's seen uh, Champagne and Bullets, aka uh, Getavin, you know, and stuff with us Love and everything. That, so she's, Zuzu, I mean, Queen of the Monsters. Yeah, she's seen some stuff that you have already watched yourself. You know, I was going to say, I'm sure you guys have have tortured her <laughs> tremendously. We have. We still we'll do. Have to tell right? you later how i got involved in this how i was tricked no, yeah. into oh, this it was just yeah, like sure it was just it, it was just like spaghetti man because paul's head popped out of the you know uh was it oh, uh kitchen. kitchen and was like because i told her i started explaining to jen what the uh well, show so, was about. no wait 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 i showed up at paul's place because he's like we do this podcast and we watch these crazy movies so i thought okay i like crazy movies i like old horror movies i'll show up i'll watch okay fun i show up moody starts explaining how they do this podcast i'm wondering why is he explaining this to me Paul pops his head out of the kitchen and be like, oops, I didn't tell you. Pops back around. <laughs> Fake and, news. And then I got stuck making And then, she, then I said, oh, he didn't tell you because he told me he had told her that then she was nope. down for it. Mm. Nope. So well, I, my memory isn't quite as good and as then it used to be. Paul, <laughs> old age, Paul, old age. Yeah, Paul <laughs> pops up from the thing again and goes, well, will you? <laughs> and, and Jen felt so bad she couldn't say no at that particular point. Oh, she sure could have. No, she but could. I appreciate and then, it though because I mean I feel like like some of us are jaded when we watch all this. So I like you know when other people who aren't as familiar with certain things, you know, because I am still learning a lot. So mm. I like it. Yeah, when yeah, <laughs> see what your reaction. It's is. neat yeah. to see. A normie watch these movies with us, you know, but you know, I mean, let, let, give, give me some credit. I made, a, I, I spent at least a year begging and groveling after Miss Werewolf for Jen and made sure she oh, got wow. some decent movies, some fun. You showed her Puma Man though. She loved I like Puma Man. Okay, that's true. You, you yes. did, I think you requested. I grew it. up on riff tracks with that movie, so yeah. So you did request and it. I, okay, that's fair. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, don't uh, just don't just and I didn't just be on the I excuse me. I don't know where that came from. I wasn't just on these podcasts. Don't forget, I edited them for a year. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. So yeah. not only did I get to watch the movie, record the podcast, but listen to it for three more hours to create <laughs> it. So she was the solid rock of our foundation. And, I actually and, learned a lot editing it. So that was an indie very, film very cafe has gone downhill since she left. <laughs> you know, as the co-host. <laughs> I've left. See, that's why I'm here. Should we <laughs> be talking about this movie? What movie? <laughs> what? I mean, what? What's the fun if we don't get sidetracked? <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to indie. This film was my cafe. other job, keeping them on track. I was gonna say, and I am. I am no better, especially the fact <laughs> that I got forgot to take ADHD medicine today. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you can't, can't help but say that we are not phonatics about our films. Oh, oh. Um, Do you feel that eye roll I just gave you, Paul? Could you feel it? Uh, yeah, it's going to make me pass away. Oh, um, anyway, I think we exit just about that time where we can start talking about uh, scoring this fun, wonderful, interesting uh, little movie. And um, I guess for those of you out there who don't know about our show, we use the stinkometer in which we score our movies from one to 10, where a low number, like a one or two, means that it's a really good film without very many problems at all. Five is kind of in between, you know, meh, kind of. And then the higher the number, like a nine or a 10, means ugh, it's not it's a stinky movie. But not only is it a stinky movie, but it has a lot of problems. And um, you can give a sort of 0.5 score if you feel kind of, you know, uh, that way about it. And um, then we take three scores and we add them up and then we compare them to other scores for the season and then we see where on the ladder of stink that the movie happens to climb if it's gotten all the way up to stinky heaven with neil breen and david the rock <laughs> and folks like that uh yeah so um i don't think this cool. will but you know yeah so what we're going to do is we're all going to give a score and then I think, Mr. Moody, you said you were going to... I will bow out because it's three scores. So we're going to let our guests be the two people. And it'll be, since Paul picked this, it'll be Paul's thing. But I'm still going to, you know, keep the scores down there so people no, you can... just won't be counted. Right. And I just and won't I, be counted I, as the total. I have to thank you both again because we did have another person that was originally scheduled for this. And unfortunately, something came up. And so we were like, oh, my God, who could we get? And we actually, surprise miracle of the year, we got both of you. And yep. I was like, well, let's just go with both of them. That'll be an extra special show. Yeah, but you almost didn't have me because if Moody didn't remind me every five minutes, I wouldn't oh, have been here. No, 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 no. I mean, like, you know. Uh, no, I need it. You have to remind me. Yeah, <laughs> so she was, she was telling me before, always remind her two days before the yes. podcast. And I think I did even... Yeah, two days. I, I did send it yep. on Saturday. And I reminded Saturday you, were like, thank you today. so much. It's I okay because he's you know? already reminding me of everything, too. So I, my memory it. is garbage. And I forgot because when you originally messaged me, I was in the middle of doing something, so I didn't get to put it in my phone. So I extra forgot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, extra forgot. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, I, I talk to you like every single day, all the time. Like, all he's, you day know, yeah. long. Yeah. So. He gets he'll he won't he can't really forget much because I'm always reminding him. Oh, you got that show today. You got this, you know, whatever. Just to remind well, I was him. Also well, at Disney on Saturday. That, that's not so, the problem. Nice. The problem is he'll send me like a notification. Like, oh yeah, you got this. And then 75 messages later, it's been pushed away and I can't find it. That's why I had to tell him today because he was like. Well, I want I want to because I sent you both the link early. He was like, I want the link, and I said. No, uh, I said I'm not sending you to you until like we're about to go because otherwise <laughs> you're 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 gonna be like I don't want to scroll up. Oh, because all day I'm like <laughs> you have to hey, reset it anyway. I wrote, I wrote this yep. today. Yep. Oh, I bought this movie today. Oh, the dog did this today, and I'm like, ah, oh, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> you love anyway. it when I talk to you about Rocky. Shut up. So, <laughs> who would like to go first and score? 
Go, well, mom, I guess play. I'll go first since mine doesn't count, you know, necessarily. Okay, yeah. in the right, thing. So <laughs> I'm going to go with the two. I liked Very it that nice. much. Like it was, it was high up there on the, like, the low up there, I guess on the stink, but it was to me, it was, it was a solid, like good movie. Would you, you know? call that an unexpected two? Kind of. Yeah. No, I mean, with the name spaghetti, man, I thought this was going to be trash, you know, and <laughs> when I started watching, I go, like why isn't this more famous like why isn't this out here you know i'm like i I, i'm laughing at every fucking joke you know so this was really freaking good you know so Mm -hmm. yeah um okay all right who's next come on jen i see you nodding (laughs) whoever moves first has to go next (laughs) not it um I thought about a 2.5. I, you know, I thought it was um, production value was, was quite a bit better than the other movies you have shown me. It didn't look like they were sneaking in the streets to film so they won't get busted by someone. Um, I have to say my favorite joke of the entire thing is in the very beginning when he's testing out his spaghetti throwing powers, and he knocks the plates off the wall. And then towards the end, that comes back. When mm. uh, the roommate trashes the apartment and Spaghetti Man comes and goes, oh my God, they broke your favorite plate. And I laughed out loud. It wasn't there. And <laughs> I, I loved how they brought that back. That, one, that, that cracked me up quite a lot. Nice. So yeah, pretty good. All right. So, Kate, what about you? Okay, so I was going to go with the two, but then I have to beat Moody, so I'm going to go with 1.5. Whoa, 1.5. I mean, you can't tie with me, Kate? No. (laughs) Okay, well, geez. But I really enjoyed this movie. Like, I, there was not a moment where, like, I think I barely looked at my phone, and the only time I looked at my phone was to message one of my best friends, and I was like, you need to watch this movie. <laughs> so the only time you t- you used your phone was to tell somebody to watch the movie. That's yeah. awesome. Or That's to look great. up to look up like the stuff on um on IMDb. But yeah, I my friend literally he's like, yeah, his wife is working tomorrow night, so he said that he's gonna watch it. Nice. Yay! Yay! So, well, yeah, I really uh, enjoyed it. I am not afraid to tie with Mr. Moody. Two is what I'm gonna go with. Yes, it was very, very funny, but to me, what makes the movie really, really well done is the writing was great, so this is a perfect example of how you don't need to spend gobs and gobs and gobs of money when you can write a really well done, well thought out uh, script with a good narrative, good dialogue, and it all works. And, you know, you took the time to add in things like the plate and and uh, the idea where the two um, the two personalities switch around in, in the film and and you take archetypes of a known genre and subvert them. And you're you're doing all kinds of fun things with that. So the script was really, really good. The direction was was excellent. Uh, the pacing was perfect for a comedy which is what this was, and the editing. The editing, and of course, the director is also the editor, and that's what he does. The editing, I thought, was really, really well done. And all of the scenes just looked great. They all they all, you know, were very, very smooth. There was nothing there that was 
too jarring. There was nothing that seemed out of place. The fight scenes were really, really good. And I love the one part where like reality comes crashing in where previously we're seeing him like knocking people out with spaghetti. And then he goes to fight Keto and he's just like, he just like knocks it aside and then he catches one and yeah. just throws it because it's just spaghetti. And that's when you're like, oh no, this is not going the way it should. And then Keto stomps the hell out of him and becomes a pile of dead spaghetti. And, and then, then he gets that, resurrected right? back. <laughs> back <laughs> to like life. Superpower. And then he like sticks a, a, an uncooked bit of spaghetti through his head, which was very I, funny. I, I like that the ending that he sort of like, because we mentioned before that the guy didn't win, but he sort of won because at the end he told Spaghetti Man that he was, uh, that he did this, all this just so he would do it all for free. Oh. Damn, and yeah. he was just like, no! No! <laughs> this is well, terrible. I don't think he expected even the kid to die, which I was mad about. I was like, the, the poor kid. Oh, the homeless kid, the, yeah. The, yeah. ran away from home kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was... Yeah. And, and th that's where it got a little darker than I was expecting it to, because mm -hmm. I was not... Mm -hmm. But I think, that, I think that was a good choice, because um, I think if it had been just so lighthearted and happy... I think I would have kind of been like, okay, by the end of it. But like, because it had a little bit of that, like thing of like, oh God, people can actually die in this movie, you know? And they killed yeah, like a no kid. Safety. Yeah. It, it all of a sudden made me go, okay, what spaghetti man could die, you know, at this rate. So when he, he gets did. cut up and when he gets cut up and he dies, I was like, oh shit, how's this going to end? This got like, 10 more you know 15 more minutes to it like where, where's this gonna go and then he comes back to life and and kill you know takes care of the guy but i was just i was laughing so hard at that but like it i totally get it like i totally get the well, fact it that also made the whatever that guy's name was like he's not part of the joke and this yeah Oh, yeah. He's not part of the jokes. He's the serious guy. He said you want a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's gonna kill this kid. And so when he goes hardcore at the end, you're not surprised by it. Mm. Yeah, well, he's, he's not I the will, one. I will point out though that during the fight, and it's a very, very well coordinated fight. And it would not surprise me at all if um, Joe Lociero is actually the guy who coordinated that, since he's the Muay Thai uh, fighter. Um, but there was, you know, there was some serious stuff to it. But at the same time there was some unnecessary weirdness in the fight too. Like they would do some stuff where they would just kind of flip on each other's backs and do kind of weird stuff. And you're like, wait a second, if you're having a real fight, you're not going to be doing that. Well, and my yeah. favorite comment of that, and it was just kind of like slightly set, like it was just kind of like a pass by was the one guy um, got crushed by his own brick wall. <laughs> and so he couldn't show up to the fight and it was just like quietly said in passing and I was right. like that's great <laughs> and then the other guy is like all you have to do is just chop him on the back of the neck and he's yeah. saying that and then he actually goes up to do it and he fails yeah right. yeah hmm? yeah the jokes carried but they weren't they weren't on the nose it wasn't in your face it was if you were paying attention to the film the joke at the beginning was something you saw, you know, at the end. And you're like, this off. is great. Yeah. It's like that old saying, the gun that you introduced at the beginning of the act better go off by the end of the act. You yeah. Know, it, it, it better matter. And it does. 
Well, and yeah. the, the neck choppy guy, though, too, with his typical, he clearly watched, like, you know, self-defense VHS tapes <laughs> from <laughs> the 80s and 90s. Those he's, are like, so fun. Neutralize the situation. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah. And that taking notes time. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He he clearly has just never done anything except for like training videos. <laughs> and then the other guy we didn't talk about that I thought was funny was the the guy in the wheelchair. Oh and God, yes. The guy yeah, like, <laughs> takes him up the stairs like you so ruined fast. my day. You've ruined everything. It was yeah. so funny. He's like, why are you taking me up here? I don't want to go up here. Like. Stop. <laughs> Like, and then Spaghetti Man just wants his money, and he doesn't like. like well, he gives him spaghetti in his lap, and the guy's just like, what "He's a menace. He's on? not a hero. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> it's so funny." Well, the funny thing is, he doesn't like to even be called a hero because at the end, like the guy oh, says, yeah. "I know you. I know you're gonna hate hearing this, but you're a hero," and he's like. No, I don't want to be a hero. I just want to get paid. You know, like that's all he wanted. And so uh, that was that was so great. I and then if you stick around the very very end, I think it says something about how Spaghetti Man is going to show up in Justice the, League or something. The Avengers, else. the, the Avengers. Avengers Affinity War Part One, or um, yeah, or the Justice League. Whoever will take him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what the end said. It's so adorable. That is funny. Uh, I did not see that part, but that's it's, awesome. It's it uh, reminds yeah, me. It's the very last screen. Like for it the reminds for me of yeah. um, Mystery Men. If you guys saw Mystery, yes, Men. I, yes. Okay, I I have a special place in my heart for that movie. I love it so much. Um, it you also reminds me. Of... I can shovel better than anyone else. <laughs> There's a movie we're gonna do for Indie Film Cafe that James Gunn made before he became guardians of the galaxy uh james gunn he made a movie called the specials and yeah. it's a uh it's a fucking amazing it, it makes it's kind of like mystery men where it's you know so we're gonna eventually do that i own that movie. i love it to death and yeah. i wish wish it was on tubi and when you i was a know kid, what you're gonna do it there was a cartoon sure. that i absolutely love that reminds me of this too it was called the mighty heroes it was the early 60s movie and it's got baby man and rope man and cuckoo man and just a bunch of goofy yeah worthless superheroes that somehow managed to save the day and um yeah i like the tick it reminds me of the tick and the mm-hmm. you know uh, chair head and and uh that whole thing and so i that's the kind of superhero stuff that i like so right. this was right up that kind of that kind of alley. If you're if you're looking at this like a Marvel thing, yeah, no, 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 this is not it. No, I'm I'm gonna say like the Guardians of the Galaxy is the closest to that kind of stuff, and that is James Gunn. But that's the closest to that kind of stuff you're ever gonna get from Marvel. Well, and I think it, it's Deadpool. That's what he reminded me of a little bit. Yeah, yeah well, the snarky Deadpool does what he wants. I mean, he's a secret good guy. Yeah, like Clark is a secret good. He has good traits and good personalities he just doesn't do anything with them <laughs> he's just a loser yeah but and, he he slowly starts to come around and i i love his one page resume where he, like scribbled a couple of things on there <laughs> like a crayon or something no references he's like oh yeah dale <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is so funny that's, I love that scene. That was my favorite scene of the film. It was just so funny. He just makeshift resume and he has really nothing there. <laughs> like dominoes mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? I'm out there experimenting. 
Oh, uh, well, uh, I enjoyed it. I really had a good time. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I said, mm-hmm. you just never know. And with Paul going, the Tubi recommended this to me and everything. I'm like, oh, God. What is oh, it? Yeah. What is it recommended today? Yeah. You know? <laughs> See, I keep telling you guys, I do show you good movies every now and again. Spice things up. Well, I mean, your good movie is Spaghetti Man. I mean, it's it's not you know, what we normally think of the good movies, you know, so we still like them, but you know, um, like I'll show you on our page and you'll see, I have a lot of the the lowest rated films. I have a lot of the highest ones too. (laughs) You have probably more of the the highest ones ones than I do. We'll just say that. I have more Mm -hmm. probably in the middle than you do. Fitting because I've always said I love me some excellent movies and I love me some terrible movies. I just don't like the blahs in between, the middle, the ones in the middle, the meh. They're the ones I don't care for. All right. Well, that about wraps it up, I guess. Thank you too for, for coming on yes. the show. This is awesome. We really fun. appreciated having Thank both of you. you. Even though you guys ganged up on me. Oh, we all will gang up on you. I always will. But here's the thing is I won't discriminate on who I make fun of or, you know, anything. So I I think I feel like I push Moody's buttons more than yours. Probably. That's true. <laughs> okay. Plus, nice. I've, I've got but the you know me back longer, me up, so. you know. That's true. So I think once you start to really know Paul, you can start pushing his buttons, you know. He'll, he'll probably like it though. I don't know. Moody Moody just makes it easy. But you know I love you. I know. It reminded me of like what we were in the car going to Walmart and I like you said something to me that just I don't know, just made me like like uncomfortable or something. You're like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I don't remember. All I know is when we were all watching Pink Flamingos and watching the blood drain out of Moody's face. (laughs) And the absolute look of joy on Kate's face, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that says it all. I mean, I enjoy the movie. It's just, it was the not. The dog scene and movie. then the. Uh, the. Um, the gape. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that scene. Yeah. I was trying to think of the. Uh, the word the, for uh, it. The no, open sesame. No. Yeah. <laughs> Watching, I think I was watching you more than I was watching. I, I, there is an actual, there is an actual term for it. It is goatsy, and yeah, you don't want to look. Jen, don't look that up. I wasn't even gonna. <laughs> he was probably just letting all of this conversation go above her head. Uh, <laughs> like, Jen, Jen, perfectly is, fine. I'm, I'm, I'll give it some Were you, uh, Jen? Have you not seen Pink Flamingos? Me? No. Yeah. No. Not, not, well, I mean, I. But you know who John Waters is. I know the name. Oh, need some more context. I'm really bad with names and like faces or art or whatever connecting them. Like I know one and I know the other, but making connections, I'm not that good at. He did like Cry Baby with Johnny Depp and Hairspray and a few other movies. Mm. But I love Cry Baby. Okay. That yeah, was my but first like John this, Waters film as a kid. <laughs> yeah, Pink Flamingos is sort of like the whoa, early stuff you know? he did with like, his original crew and Divine and yeah. folks like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty rough like to watch for me. But it was but a Kate good movie. It. Yeah, it was it a great was a movie. movie. It is a very good movie, and I loved it. And I love that it made you uncomfortable. I know <laughs> that was the, her favorite part. 
Like and therein lies the, the genesis of a great show, making Moody uncomfortable. <laughs> I liked it enough to buy it, so... Um, well, that's good. Know, I, I feel like you're right, Kate. Like, some of these movies are things that people need to have in their, like, their collection. And well, need to and have... right now, buying that film, you know, supporting supporting especially drag queens in any way possible right now exactly because of all the bullshit sorry sorry because you live in florida i'm sorry the whole reason why Uh, i love doing this show is making sure that that these movies don't get forgotten and i know that there are a few people that you know who make them who look at it and think oh they're making fun of my movie well we are if it deserves it but we're also putting it out there so that people Mm -hmm know what it that it exists we we make sure that on our web page we 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 show all the links to where you can go and buy it so that the independent filmmaker can get paid and and get a return on their investment and if we didn't like your movie if we really didn't like we would just never mention it it would just never get i don't know like i say that but i've 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 watched some movies i've had some movies there that we did it because we didn't we specifically did not like the movie and stuff. And even one movie, you called me up and you're like, am I going to be allowed to talk about this woman that's in this movie and stuff? Because I'm not allowed to talk. I'm not going to do it, you know? Well, and then that's the thing. You, you and Kate work in the biz. I don't. So I can say what I feel and not worry about any kind of backlash, whether it's deserved or not, because I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm, I, you know, it's it's a big deal for me to make sure that even if I do this, that I do keep my integrity and that I, I you know, maintain what I really think and I back it up with examples. I should probably be a little nicer sometimes. Okay, I I I have to remember that, but I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. So, but I know not everybody has that that freedom. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think part of it, too, though, is and I think I said this before when we watched that biker chick movie, I said, you know, I don't discredit the art. I don't I don't discredit anything, the hard work or anything that went into it. And I fully appreciate it. They went out and they made a freaking movie, no matter how crappy I may you know, feel it is, in my opinion, um, I will forever and always appreciate it because art is art and art is subjective and. So I, you know, I just may personally not like it, but I know in, especially, you know, I'll look at reviews, especially when like film critics do reviews for weird films. And I will be like, I love this. Um, And I'm going to mention a film that I'm going to get so much, so much hate for. Um, I loved Skin Rink. And I know that people hated it. What's the movie? Skin Rink. Skin Rink. Yeah, it's on like Shutter. It I think, is. Or it is a super pretentious horror film, but I have had long discussions picking it apart. There are certain reasons why it means huh. a lot, and why I found it highly interesting, and others didn't get it. They huh. hated it, and I understand both sides. But I, I always appreciate the how much goes into these films, no matter how crappy they are. Yeah, I mean, they're all an artistic <laughs> statement, right, Jen? Even Neil Breen is an artistic statement. It's um, the statement. Oh, so <laughs> Paul and I got to see got to see the room at uh, at the Kimball with uh, Greg Sestero around and everything. That was and fun. It was it was fun, and everybody was having a blast. There was a lot of people had not seen it. We and talked stuff, to them. So 
what? A lot of people had not seen it in yeah, total. Well, yeah, a lot there of like, like college third, kids there. You a know. third of the uh, audience were kids. Yeah, were so kids. they were all having fun. They were yeah. all screaming at the, you know, they were Word allowed to mouth. say things and, and whatnot. But uh, what Greg talked to us, because Paul and I actually got to chat with him for a little bit, was that like what a lot of people, I guess, just uh, like don't even realize is that like, a lot of this movie, a lot of that, like a lot of what happened in that movie costs like over a million dollars and didn't need to, you know, right? Like in the time they took, they took like months, you know, to make that movie or whatever. And they, they basically, they ended up making, remaking it with Bob Odenkirk. Uh, it's going to come out like, uh, well, not, I don't think Tommy had anything to do with it, but uh, they remade it and, uh, and, and Bob Odenkirk plays Tommy and uh, they remade shot it in shot a remake. They shot for shot remake, did it in a day, one day, shot this <laughs> whole movie. And he was like, that was just like, you know, he was talking to this uh, audience, the whole audience saying like, that should have been. You know, like that, that shows you how long we took to make the movie that we shouldn't have been taking that much time. We could make, could have shot this in a day. Filmmakers, no film, like experienced filmmakers, no, not experienced filmmakers. Like well, exactly. It, it was funny because, you know, at the beginning, the host was like, How many people have not seen this film? And a good third of the entire audience raised their hands. So not us. Like, <laughs> we wow. didn't raise our hand. Because yeah. uh, even Jen's, uh, Jen still got my copy of the the room on DVD. You know, I thought I gave it back, and I noticed the other day I still had it. Far I introduced. It's okay. It's okay. I, I don't need it right now. The Rift Tracks version of it. So Paul nice. bought the uh, Blu-ray of it. Blu-ray, and I got Greg Sisteris to sign it. So yeah, there you go. it was nice. He was he was super cool. Like mm -hmm. you know, like he was. Nice he wants to come on our show because he's got a lot to promote, but he's just like <laughs> he's busy as hell so we'll see what if he come when he can come on but uh uh he hasn't been able to give me a date yet so um hopefully soon uh, by the time this podcast comes out maybe you've already have you know so go check that out but this this podcast will come out in a few months so you know so do either of you uh lovely ladies have anything new to report as far as things going on that you want to talk to our podcast audience about what you're doing Either one. I, I got nothing. You don't have anything going on right now, Kate? No, nothing. Oh. Okay. What about you, Jen? Um, well, I sort of gave up on my cooking blog because I realized oh. I didn't like writing. I like oh. the baking. I um I like taking the pictures. I don't like writing about it. And I am not gonna write a ten page story about my day in order to get to the recipe. Yeah. Which apparently Thank is you. what you gotta do. So I I don't like that. I skip. I'm like send me down, especially when there's the little button that says go straight to recipe. Bam! Yeah. I'm clicking that button as soon as it loads. <laughs> oh, I know. I I don't care. I don't. I don't. Just, okay, pause. Your they, kid threw up again. Cool. The dog ate do, it. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. They do the same thing when I'm looking at things like either for gardening or for you know. Uh, handyman the stuff around the house how to do this rather than just show me how to do it i have to go through yeah. all of this malarkey and it just drives me nuts and i'm like oh yeah. i hate that yeah so i was having issues updating the blog and finally i was like i don't really enjoy this so i stopped that i still post 
the recipes and pictures and stuff on Instagram and I'm looking at possibly yeah. doing other things with it because I like baking and I bring them in to share all. Like what no, about no, like no. a video? <laughs> do you do videos for it or no? I, I have not because I prefer not to be in the videos. Um, but we'll see what happens. Okay, understand. Paul yeah, has. I made... also don't know if I want to take the time to do all the editing, and I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I'm sure you remember from when I took over I, the I editing. Do. Um, that I don't know that I could put something out that wasn't up to what I would watch. We are not, and so we just literally <laughs> just you know like literally when this is done, this will be up and ready. You know, and everything by the whatever. It's just going to be mm -hmm. edited. I just simple to me like it's i i don't like you do where you edit all the ums and everything else out of out of things oh, and yeah you realize and how I, short this is without the ums yeah i i do a lot of that too i don't quite do it as much as jen does but i do like to do that it's just that this was a video one so you know and i don't have any extra fun clips to edit in so you know there's kind of no point so we may as well just run with the zoom version yeah. Even though it's going longer and longer. That's how that's how a lot of them are these days. Um I know. I know. I was gonna say I'm gonna have to hop out of here. <laughs> the reason shortly. we picked eight o'clock is so that Kiki can go to bed earlier. And so I well, can get thanks, everybody. the Mandalorian. Thanks oh, you all very much for I gotta watch the, the baby. Show. Please join us next episode. I had a, I think it's a moody episode. I don't know. He's the one who's keeping oh, the schedule. Yeah, and, I think uh, it might be. We'll see. We will see everybody on the flip side. And uh, yeah. Spaghetti Man out. Out. Bye. Bye. Bye.